Hi moms, I'm Becca Carnahan. And I'm Marie Tremblay. We're two mom friends and career development professionals here to help you answer that big question. What do I want to be when I grow up? Just because we're moms now doesn't mean we're all the way grown up yet. I know I'm not. Me neither. And we want to give you permission to grow, change, and evolve as a parent and professional. By sharing real stories from real moms, we're going to help you navigate the motherhood identity shift, career changes, work-life balance questions, and more. Are you ready to keep growing up with us? Yes? Then let's do this. Hi, everyone. Hi, Becca. Hi, Marie. <laughs> we're back this week with part two about LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about Jordan. Last yeah. week, we talked about Jordan's profile. Yeah, that and she, uh, how did you say it, let accumulate dust on it yes. for a decade or <laughs> a little less than that because she was in the teaching um, world mm-hmm. and now she wants to pivot her career and we gave the basics about how to start using LinkedIn again yes last week yep so if you haven't listened to that episode head on back if you're feeling like that your mm-hmm. LinkedIn profile has also collected dust let's go <laughs> back and shake it out a little bit yep. get your profile picture your headline your about section your experience yep. and also we didn't talk about this last week but your skill section is another good one to update Go mm. back and make sure the skills that are listed on your LinkedIn profile are the ones you want to be known for. Yeah. So now that your profile uh, is getting started and you feel good with it, mm-hmm. we're going to go a little more in depth this mm-hmm. week. Yep. And so we're going to talk about creating content and engaging mm. on LinkedIn because LinkedIn is a job site. It is a networking site. It's also social media. Mm. And how do you get the most out of social media? by engaging Mm -hmm. with it. So we're going to talk about Jordan again, who's looking to make this transition from being a teacher, working in ed tech, and how she can be using her LinkedIn profile as a magnet to attract companies, Mm -hmm. people to her and her story. To network. To network, exactly. And I really love using LinkedIn for content. If you follow me on LinkedIn, if we're connected on LinkedIn, you see that I'm on there a lot. Um, it's really fun for me. If we're not connected, come find me. Um, come find me, Becca Carnahan on LinkedIn. And the reason I love it is I think that LinkedIn doesn't have to be this really stuffy place yeah. that sometimes we think it does. We mm-hmm. think about link, uh, like Instagram or TikTok or Facebook for, mm-hmm. for fun stuff or I actually use Facebook more to like figure out what's going on like in my town uh, right. at this point. Um, I'll do. Yeah. Um, for for a while, Marie and I live in a small town and I was using Facebook to find out like where the bears were last sighted oh, in gosh. town. Like in my backyard. <laughs> Once there was one in my driveway. We had a bear in my driveway and I like put it on Facebook because oh. that's what you do when you live in a small town. Um, in any case, I'm kind of going off track here. Um, but I have to say like LinkedIn, because I, I told uh, my story a little bit last week. I I've been, my first LinkedIn account was deleted years ago and I, I didn't use it for a long time and I just reconnected on LinkedIn six, seven months ago. And when I, when I went back to LinkedIn and started hanging out on LinkedIn, I thought it was so much fun mm-hmm. and people were so authentic yes. and it really felt like a great place to just virtually hang out and read such funny stories that are always authentic and related to career aspects yeah and sometimes you don't even see the link with the career at the beginning of those stories but then you're just you can't stop reading Mm -hmm. people come up with such creative stuff in there yeah and you can too Mm -hmm. Uh, so as you're I I write a lot about 
career development, but I know people who are on LinkedIn and who talk about data science, who talk about ed tech, who talk about finance, and they do so in a really engaging way. And you don't have to be this prolific writer who writes all the time and considers that your hobby, if it is your hobby, and like, let's lean into this hard. Um, But if it's not, you can still use LinkedIn as a way to put content out there, attract people to your brand. And I think one of the best ways into this is maybe to tell a story about a recent LinkedIn post that oh. that I shared um, and to show you how this can actually be fun. Um, so we're, we're laughing because this morning I introduced mm-hmm. – Marie and I have been friends for, for years now, but for some reason she's never met baby Howie, <laughs> which is a travesty in my mind because baby Howie is an important part of my life. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> bear with us. <laughs> so let me tell you about baby Howie. And then this is going to link back to LinkedIn. Mm. So when my husband Glenn and I moved into our house, we moved in um, 2011. Mm. We hadn't done a walkthrough before closing, which is a very silly thing. If you're buying Uh-oh. a house, go do a walk-in, walkthrough before you close. Because the people who left the house before us, they hadn't left a lot of their stuff. Mm. And so we were like, okay, it's fine. Like they told us they were going to leave the lawnmower. So we are like, cool. Yeah. It's amazing. So we didn't go do a walkthrough. And <laughs> then we get there and we walk into the garage on our first day of owning this house. And we look up into the garage. And you know how garage sometimes like rafters? Oh my gosh. There's, we look up and we see this baby doll sitting in the rafters of our garage. And not only is a baby doll just sitting in the rafters, like staring at us, it also has right underneath it, written in like a Sharpie, says Baby Howie oh, yeah. with a picture of eyes staring up at baby Howie drawn on the rafters with an arrow with, pointing yeah. at that creepy doll if you you are connected with Becca on LinkedIn please uh please go and see and, and check that picture yeah <laughs> so Marie's calling it creepy I'm calling it an important part of my life because I actually love it but <laughs> it could be creepy to many people yeah probably to a lot of people and actually it has been so Glenn and I as soon as we saw this doll we were like yes This is amazing. Mm. This doll is not moving. He is structurally important to our home. (laughs) He is going to stay here forever. And when we had guests come over, and this is like shocking to me that we didn't show this to Marie and her husband, Francois, when they first came over. It's like we introduced them to baby Howie and saying, oh, yes, this is the baby who lives in our garage. And for the longest time, I was worried that my kids would go into daycare and say, oh, yeah, we have a baby who lives in our garage Mm. and Mm. we would have problems. Such fun conversations. Yes, yes. So I shared this story on my blog at the time, and people (laughs) thought it was either terrifying or amazing, and it was very authentic to me. This is why I'm sharing this story. It was a funny way for me to share a part of my life, and then I also layered it on with career lessons about Mm. baby Howie, about how sometimes things are not going to go as you expected, or people aren't going to do things that you expected. What's the choice that you have to make when people mm. don't do things that you expect them to do? <laughs> um, you can flip out or you can roll with it and find like find the silver lining, find the humor in it. That was baby Howie for us. Yeah. Uh, you can the other career lesson that I took from this was find a good partner or people that you're like to spend mm. time with at work 
and at home because Glenn and I just get each other. Like my Mm -hmm. husband and I both thought this was hilarious. And we like (laughs) were very excited to give our guests both like chocolate chip cookies and nightmares as they leave our home. Because (laughs) I remember baby Howie. And then so that finding the people that you enjoy spending time with, that's the other lesson I shared. And the last one is around being authentic. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Be your authentic self Mm -hmm. uh, in your job as well. Find a place that likes you for you. Yeah. Don't try to be someone else. You're going to attract the people who want to hang out with you Mm. by being authentic. So... This is the story that I, I shared this on LinkedIn. It's gonna, you're going to be like, on LinkedIn? Becca, that's really weird. But the people who were attracted to the, the way I write, the way I engage, mm. and the way I like to infuse humor into my work yeah. are the people who are going to find me and want to have that serve as a magnet to mm. the, the people. So I just love finding any opportunity to talk about Baby Howie. So I was probably going to insert him into any conversation, but I, I this was the right one. You know, I just met Baby Howie. We're recording the podcast at Becca's house. Mm-hmm. And I just asked her to check the garage. And, yeah. and there she saw he him is. in all his glory. <laughs> uh, so where can we take all this? Where can we take this idea of being authentic and sharing stories that don't have to feel stuffy on LinkedIn? What can mm-hmm. someone like Jordan share yeah. on LinkedIn? So I'm going to give Jordan some suggestions here because she's been in the classroom teaching for over a decade. I know Jordan has some stories and she's not going to share stories of like specific names of kids. Certainly we don't want to be sharing that kind of information, but she's going to have experiences, stories, uh, relatable, funny, relatable Mm -hmm. stuff. And like that she can share that ties back to her target. that showcases maybe how she's used technology or her experience in the education field. Think back on your stories because we all have them. Yeah. We all have these stories that are relatable or fun or engaging in some way. And think about what lessons you learned from them. That is gold for LinkedIn content. Mm -hmm. So that's one way that you can think about putting yourself out there authentically on the platform by doing some of these short written pieces. But I know not everyone likes no, that. No, that's what I was... Because some people are shy. Um, mm-hmm. I know I tend to be shy. I'm trying to open up more. But I'm. what are other ways that we can connect on LinkedIn that we, we can use it mm-hmm. to our advantage if we don't have those writers' amazing skills? You don't have to have, to, to have writer skills to share anything on LinkedIn, but mm-hmm. it helps. Yeah. So if you're shy or you don't um, want to share those personal memorable things, mm-hmm. what can you do? What else can you do that's authentic, that creates a magnet? So one thing that I really love for people to do is to comment on other people's posts. Mm. So if you are connected with people, you can you can connect with people that you already know. You can also follow other thought leaders. These could be people that are very well known or people who just create a lot of content mm-hmm. on LinkedIn that are related to your specific industry. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to tell Jordan is, yeah, share your funny stories if you want to. If you don't, go follow some thought leaders in the ed tech space yeah. who create a lot of content. Read their stuff. Talk like they're they're sharing tips. They're sharing stories. They're sharing how they use technology. And think thoughtfully before you just click like. Think, okay, why am I clicking like? 
what do I like about this? Mm. What is interesting about it? What do I find insightful about it? What is engaging or what has caused me to pause and think? What's unique about this? Yeah. What caught my attention? Exactly. Mm. And then share that. That's not really putting yourself out there as much, but it's still connect with other people. Mm -hmm. And it's much more so than just clicking a like button. It's sharing your own opinion. And it feels a little bit less intimidating by not sharing your own content. You're engaging with other people's content. You're networking as well. Exactly. This is twofold. It's increasing your visibility by, because if you look on your LinkedIn profile, there's this little section right underneath your about section called activity. And that starts to automatically fill up as you engage with other people's comments or share your own mm. posts. So let's fill it up by talking, uh, connecting with other folks, writing on their posts. They're going to feel really good that you're engaging with them. If they're a content creator, that's what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like what they enter. It's like energy juice for them to like oh, yeah. have other people engage with their content. So it's a way that you are increasing your visibility, but also engaging with people that you want to connect with. So let's say that Jordan comments on several people's posts over a course of a week, and she really finds some thought leaders that are interesting, they're sharing cool stuff, fun stuff, engaging stuff, and then she wants to follow up with them with a direct LinkedIn connection request Mm -hmm. or a message. She doesn't have to say, you don't know me from a hole in the wall. What she can say is, I love your content on LinkedIn. I've really found it interesting what you were saying on X, Y, and Z. Would love to connect. Then she could turn that into having a direct, maybe phone conversation or email exchange with people who are in their direct industry. So this is a really easy way in Mm -hmm. to engaging on LinkedIn in a meaningful way. Absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. It's helpful and it's twofold, as you said. Yes. And it's networking from your couch. It is. No, I love networking <laughs> from your couch. I love it. Um, so there's a few other things that you can share on LinkedIn. So like, let's say that sharing the the stories um, isn't where you want to go. You want to start commenting. So you have some ideas of, of where you're going to comment. But then you start feeling the itch. You're like, okay, maybe I, I could start sharing. Mm-hmm. Some other things that you can share are quotes, um, mm-hmm. You can share other people's posts too. So let's with say, your own comments. With your own comments. So you can just hit uh, repost. Yeah. But I encourage you, if you're going to reshare someone's post, share share it with your own comments. And like, wanted to share this with my network. Um, love so and so's perspective on this, or really insightful commentary on how we think about technology in the classroom. It doesn't have to be long. You can do a short little snippet by sharing someone else's post. Mm. Or sharing other trending content. It also tells your story in another way. It shows it your interests. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. Uh, so we've, we've shared a couple different ways, right, that you can engage on LinkedIn. Let's go just recap because I like to yep. go back and uh, recap some of these different ways. So one is sharing your own personal baby Howie stories <laughs> <laughs> because I know that you have them and um, you have them. You do. You have a top five. That you probably always tell these stories. Yeah. And you've been for years, but it's just finding the, the finding a way to put them out in the world and mm-hmm. relating to your career aspect. Yeah. yeah. I think that the stories that you love to tell at the, the, bar, the backyard barbecue, the yeah. stories that just come up and like, oh my gosh, I haven't told yeah. you that story yet. <laughs> Everybody has one of those. And yeah. here's another little trick, actually. If you don't fancy yourself a writer, 
but Mm. you do have these stories and you're like, you know what, that would be a really fun way to engage on LinkedIn to showcase my authenticity, to showcase my interests. Here's what I suggest you do. Grab your phone, click the little uh, voice recorder and just tell the story. Just tell it. And then you can listen to it back and be like, okay, that's how I would write the story. I'm just going to talk right exactly how I just talked. Hmm. Or you can, once you have that recording, turn on the dictate mode on your computer and it's just going to like listen back to your recording and write it for you. Love it. Um, I suggest that to people all the time to use just to talk things out because it doesn't need to be perfect when you're talking it out, but you're going to find yourself telling it Hmm. in a way that you would just normally tell it to friends. Hmm. And that's the kind of stuff we like reading on LinkedIn, if, we, if someone's talking to us, yeah. that we feel connected to them, that's, let's just try that voice recorder way of, of writing. Yeah, that's a great tip. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I love that one. <laughs> um, so that, that was one. So we're talking about sharing your own baby Howie stories. I'm just going to call them that from now yeah, on. Yeah. Um, the other was leaving thoughtful comments on mm-hmm. other people's posts. Then we talked about sharing other people's posts with, with your commentary, comments, um, comments and thoughts, um, or finding like simple graphics, quotes, uh, things that are related to yep. your values, your motivators, your areas of interest. Those little like snippets and quotes, people like to engage on those with LinkedIn and it showcases more about you. Mm-hmm. So all some really quick wins here that you can get through engagement. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. So many ways to use LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. To your advantage. And one thing we didn't talk about yet, which Marie had brought up earlier, was you can also engage in LinkedIn groups. You can. Mm-hmm. There's alumni groups for your school. There's groups that are related to interest areas, industries. Some of them are more active than others. But mm-hmm. if you're looking for content and how you're going to engage and share, this could be a good place to go to see yeah. what are the people who are in your geographic area in your industry mm-hmm. in your function what are some of the trending topics that they're sharing that's going to give you some ideas you even have causes too i'm on groups yeah. oh, of yeah. working parents uh equality rights between women and men mm-hmm. there are so many of these groups out there that you can connect with as well yeah yeah so it shows can... what causes are dear to you mm-hmm. exactly it shows on your profile what yeah. uh what causes what groups are important to you you're gathering ideas for content that you might want to write about but you can also find people that you just want to connect with directly to mm-hmm. whether to follow them or to connect with them we've been laughing a lot through the, this episode and like talking about the fun <laughs> side of this and that's the, my biggest takeaway for this yeah. entire episode is that linkedin can be fun it doesn't, doesn't have to be stiff. It doesn't have to be stiff. It doesn't have to just be a job board. It can be a way that you really authentically connect with other people. And LinkedIn has has a statistic. I used to do a presentation on LinkedIn where I found a stat saying that three people were hired every minute on LinkedIn. Oh, it's, wow. It's up to like okay. eight or nine. I just read the statistic okay. again recently. And they're getting hired from LinkedIn, yes, from the job board, Yeah, but... I, I would argue, I think more so from connections, from mm-hmm. people reaching out. So we just had someone actually in our Career Clarity yeah, program. That's where, I, that's yeah. where I was going. You want to tell that? Yeah. This is such an amazing story. I um, love this story. I love this story. So someone, Just some tweaks in your LinkedIn to mm-hmm. make it um, shiny and 
magnetic. (laughs) So we had someone in our in our career clarity program who made some shifts to her LinkedIn profile Mm. uh, in her headline in her about section to really combine her interests in the 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 mindfulness world that she wanted to go into and her marketing background within what did she say days hours Um, she had a recruiter reach out to her or someone from this company reach out saying it seems like you would be an amazing fit for this head of marketing role at our mindfulness company and she was like yes yes i would (laughs) and that is the new job that she's starting and that's Mm. how linkedin can be a powerful attractor by having your profile set up but then also engaging in a meaningful way it's a good use of your time Mm -hmm. yeah let's do it come find us on linkedin Thanks for tuning in to When Mommy Grows Up. If you're interested in learning more about how career coaching can help you along your journey of growing up as a mom and professional, head over to beccacarnahan.com slash free training for a free training on how to land a fulfilling job you love without giving up the flexibility you need. You can contact us at podcast at nextchaptercareers.us. If you have questions, comments, or want to share your story for some coaching on the show. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review and make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast platform. We'll be here every week with coaching stories and two mom friends in your corner.